God. So that we will carefully pay attention to the words that we've heard and will be doers of those words. Prayer. Heavenly Father, our Lord, our God, and our King, we thank you for your words that you have spoken unto us, Heavenly Father. We bless your holy name for all that you have done in our midst. We thank you for breaking the, all, the, all the bondage of the enemy. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for enlightened mind. We thank you, our Lord, our God, for taking away all limitations. Heavenly Father, our Lord, and our King, Father, accept our thanksgiving. Our Lord, our God, we pray thee in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, Lord, help us to walk out our salvation with fear and trembling. Grant us understanding of the words that we've been hearing Heavenly Father, so that these words that we hear will not stand against us, but these words will propel us, Father, into the glory that you have prepared for us. Our Lord, our God, and our King, Father, help us. Give unto us spirit of obedience, Heavenly Father. Give unto us, Heavenly Father, the strength to follow the words that we are, re- we are hearing, the words that you are giving unto us so that we will not break rank, Heavenly Father, and we will be doers of those words. Father, enable us to have the referential fear of you, so that we will reference you in everything that we do. Heavenly Father, enable us to examine ourselves, so that these words that we hear, will be able, Father Lord, to look at ourselves in the mirror, so that we will be doers of this word. Oh, Heavenly Father, Lord God Almighty, empower us by your spirit of obedience, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, enable us to walk according to the standard of your word, not according to the standard of this world. Help us, Heavenly Father, our Lord, our God, and our King, so that we will not live a disobedient life, that will not enable us to partake in the glory that you prepare for us. Our Lord, our God, and our King, Father, all the pure pressures of this world, all the moral standards of this world, Father, we refute them. We say we will follow your leading. We will follow your guidance. We will follow the word that you, the Almighty God, has given unto us. Our Lord, our God, and our King, Father, empower us. Give us the spirit of obedience, Heavenly Father. Lord God Almighty, Father, the miracles that you, the Almighty God, have done in our midst, the testimonies that we've had, our Lord, our God, Father, we pray that by the power of your Holy Spirit, we will be able, Father, to replicate the behavior that will enable us, Father, Lord, to manifest more and bring glory and honor to your holy name. Our Lord, our God, and our King, we thank you. Thank you for all that you've done for us. Thank you for the spirit of obedience that you will pour upon us. Thank you, Heavenly Father, Lord, for the grace that you have poured upon us in Christ's way tabernacle. Our Lord, our God, and our King, accept our thanksgiving. Blessed be your holy name, Heavenly Father. Be thou magnified, our Lord, our God, and our King. Be thou exalted, Heavenly Father. Today, Lord God Almighty, magnify your holy name in our midst. Glorify your holy name in our midst. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Praise the Lord. Uh, I want us to pray. Our Father in the Lord said yesterday that one of the reasons why you are saved is to bear fruit. One of the reasons why you and I are saved is that we bear fruit. And in the book of John chapter 1, uh, John chapter 15 rather, I read verse 1 to 2. Jesus says, I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. We will not be cut off in Jesus' name. While every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, so that it will be even more fruitful. I want us to pray. 
And as we pray, I will ask that we give, we look in the book of Galatians 15. Verse, Galatians chapter 5 verse 22. And I want us to pray the fruit of the Spirit. And you look at it in that Galatians. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love. May the Lord give us love. Joy. Peace. Patience. Kindness. Goodness. Faithfulness. Gentleness. And self-control. He say, against such things there is no law. And I believe that if the fruit of the Spirit manifests in our life, we will have no problem. So if there be, we're going to pray. The prayer is that you look at everything in this fruit of spirit. If there's anyone that is lacking, you ask God to give it unto you. Because he said, the reason why you and I are saved is to bear fruit. May the Lord enable us to bear fruit. Let's lift up our voice and let us pray. I want you to pray that Lord, if there's gentleness that is lacking, ask God that let the fruit of gentleness, patience, let the fruit of joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness. Let's lift up our voice and let us pray. Fruit of the spirit is more important than even anything in our life. Let us pray that Lord, the reason why you and I we are saved is to bear fruit in the name of Jesus. The Lord enable us to bear fruit in the name of Jesus. Every fruit that is lacking in our life in this month of transformation, may the Lord bring it unto us in the name of Jesus. The fruit, the fruit of the fruit of patience, the fruit of joy, the fruit of peace, goodness, loving kindness. Ask God that Lord let it endow it upon us, O Lord, in the name of Jesus, our Lord and our God. Let us bear fruit, O Lord God. And as we bear fruit, O Lord, let our fruit remain in us in the name of Jesus. Let the fruit that we bear, O Lord God, is an attestification that we are saved. The fruit as we bear the fruit, O Lord, is an attestification that we are with Jesus. The fruit that we bear is an attestification that we are disciples of Jesus. The fruit that we bear is an attestification that yet we are children of God. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. Our Lord and our God, we pray. Let us bear fruit, O Lord God. Everything, O Lord, that is in us, that will not glorify your name. Pray that, Lord, take it away from me, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. If there be anything in your life that will not glorify God, if there be any situation in your life that will not glorify God, in this month of transformation, ask the Lord to take them away in the name of Jesus. Ask God that, Lord, I will bear fruit every day in this month. Even beyond this month, I will bear fruit, and the name of the Lord will be glorified. In this month, there will be manifestation in your life. In this month, there will be transformation in your life. Every situation in your life that will not bring glory unto God. The Lord will not allow manifestation of faith in you. Lift up your voice and say, yes, Lord. I have entered into the fifth month, O Lord God. Let there be a difference in my life, O Lord God. Let there be a testimony in my life, O Lord. Let there be changes in my life, O Lord God. Everything that will not glorify your name. I lift up you, O Lord God. Remove them by your hand, O Lord. Let's stretch out your hand. Ask the Lord to stretch out his hand upon you in this month. Ask the Lord to stretch out his hand unto you in this month. Ask the Lord stretch out your hand from your lofty mountain, O oh Lord God. Stretch out your hand, O oh Lord God. Remove everything that will not glorify your name. Everything that will not bear fruit in me, O oh Lord God. Take them away, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. O oh, King of glory, Lord, we bless your name, O oh Lord God. We are saved to bear fruit, O oh Lord. We will bear fruit in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Praise the Lord tonight. There are several reasons why we should praise God tonight. God has been with us for the past few months, and here we are in this new month. We have had the first day of the month, second day of the month. There are many people that started with us from January that there are no more. So you have the reason to praise God. There are many people that have walked on the roads that you walked, and there are no more. There are many people that have 
travels the way we have traveled this year. There are no more. Several reasons why we should come before His presence and bless His holy name. Now let's lift up our voices and begin to thank Him. Thank Him for life. Thank Him for the abundant life that He has given to you. Thank Him for all that He has done in your life. Thank Him because He has been your provider. Thank Him because He has been your shepherd. We have never lacked. Thank Him because He has been a father to us, a father to your household. There are many people that are supposed to have God, God in their life, but it's not like that. You want to thank God for being the father of the fatherless. Thank Him, thank Him, thank Him for providing for you. Thank Him. I thank the Lord for what He has done in my life. Thank Him, thank Him for being the good shepherd in our lives. He said, though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we fear no evil. Begin to tell the Lord, thank you. There are several reasons why you should thank God. Thank Him for life. Thank Him for the job. You can wake up in the morning and you can go and receive a job. So thank Him, thank Him, thank Him, thank Him. Thank Him for the provision. God has been so good to us. Thank the Lord, thank the Lord for the children that He has given to you. He said, guess what? The children that He has given to us, therefore a sign and a wonder. Thank Him, thank Him, thank Him. Thank Him, thank Him tonight. Lord, we thank You. If you have a thousand more, it's not enough to praise You. I have praised You tonight. I have to praise You for all that You have done for us. We thank You, God, for being a good shepherd.
God gave God divine wisdom. According to that Job 28, he said with this wisdom, man channels, man channels to the earth to bring forth gold. It's a snake and all other animals begin to thank God for that grace that God has given to you. Lord, we thank you. Thank God for the engineering work that God is doing in our life. Thank God, thank God, thank God, thank God. Begin to look back and thank God for your construction. Your own pregnancy was not important. You were giving back to. Begin to remember the days of little beginning. How you started. Lord, we thank you. Begin to thank God tonight. If not for God in your life, you will not be here tonight. So thank you to praise Him. Thank Him, thank Him, thank Him, thank Him.
When is the first day of the month, I'm rejoicing over Christ's tabernacle. When is the second day, I'm rejoicing. When is the third day, I'm rejoicing. He said, let the spirit sound, and all that is in it. Let the field be jubilant, and everything in them. Let all the trees of the forest if the trees of the forest can sing for joy, we were coming on the way right now. And we began to look at spring coming off. All, all the trees are blossoming. All their flowers are coming. All the trees in the community How much more we that are begin to thank Him. They blossom and they begin to thank God. They, they will sing before the Lord. For He comes. He comes to join us. Yes, the Lord, we thank you. We sing for joy tonight for what you're about to do. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. There is something, because the man of God has talked to us about shifting. Something is shifting in your life tonight. <laughs> something is shifting in my life tonight. I don't know about you, but it's shifting. As a man of God, we come here tonight to deposit the word of God. Tell the Lord. Let me not be found wanting. Let this word not stand before me in judgment. Let me not be found wanting. As God is taking the man of God to the next level, I begin to climb with him tonight. You want to prophesy into your life. Lord, tonight as the message comes forth, let it, let, 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 let it digest in my spirit, soul, and body. Let me be fruitful, Lord Jesus. That is the word of God that I'm going to hear again tonight. Even the ones that I've, I, I, I've had before, let it, let, let it create a foundation that I'm going to build on tonight. Lift up your voice tonight and begin to tell the Lord. Tell the Lord, meet me tonight. Meet me tonight in this meeting. I want to hear more about what you're about to tell me. This was second and third. To run the race of this world to God. Father, prepare my heart. Prepare my ears. Let my ears hear right. Let my ears hear right. I want to hear right from the throne of grace. Here is Zachariah, Baba, Baba. As you have prepared the man of God to speak for tonight. Father, let my ears hear right tonight. Here is Zachariah, Baba, I decree and I declare that the sick shall be healed. The lame shall walk. Spiritually lame. Physically lame. You shall walk in the name of Jesus. The word of God will fully establish in your life like never before. Here is Zachariah, Baba, Baba. The Lord Almighty will help us to digest this word. The one we had yesterday the foundation. We are building on this foundation until the third day of the month so that we can have no fuel to run this race like never before. Lord, we thank you. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. So I declare the Lordship of God upon our lives as we open this meeting tonight in the name of Jesus. Shall we open the meeting with that right hand lifted up as we read the book of Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwelleth therein. For he has founded it upon the seas, and established it upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart. Who does not lift up his heart toward his walls, nor swear deceitfully? He shall receive blessings from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob, Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? 
the Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. Amen. Shall we read the book of Psalm 145? I will exalt you, my God, the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works. And I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might, so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving towards all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving towards all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Amen.
Father, let's just lift up our voices and welcome the Holy Spirit. Welcome Jesus himself into our, into our midst, the Lord Jesus. Have your way. Have your way, Lord. Have your way in this place, Lord Jesus. King of kings, you are worthy, Lord Jesus. We worship you, God. We bless your name, O oh Lord. Everybody declare, it's a new season. It's a new day.
Lift up your voice and begin to worship God. We exalt you, Lord. We exalt you, Lord. Lift up your voice and worship Him.
never been baptized with the Holy Spirit before, begin to speak in a new tongue. Begin to speak in a new tongue. Blessed be your name, O King of Heaven. Lift up your voice and worship Him. As the Holy Spirit of baptism with fire, with fire, with fire, with fire, with fire, with fire, with fire of God, fire, fire, Holy Ghost, 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 fire. thank you for grace tonight we thank you for glory and we thank you for the manifestation of your power in Jesus anointed name we are worshipped I want to open your eyes and welcome someone beside you in the name of the Lord congratulate everyone around you heaven has shifted
heaven has shifted. Please be seated. Let's put our hands together for the choir as they go to their seats. confirm with me that something has shifted in the heavenlies. <laughs> Limits are taken away. Barriers are broken. <laughs> wow. You know, we have been reading the scripture in this church. You know, let me first say that um, the scriptures that we read in Christ's Tabernacle Church to start our service global and to close our service global. The songs we sing to open service and to close services did not come by human intellect. They came to me by the revelation from our Lord Jesus Christ. And the Lord told me that as we sing that song, we will continue to sing those songs and read those psalms until every word spoken in them are fulfilled. Am I talking to you? This is not my message for today, but let me help you understand. Put for me Psalm 24. It says, The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwell therein. For he had founded it upon the seas and established upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord, or who shall stand in his holy place? He that had clean hands and pure heart. And what God is teaching you now is so practical. It is, God is simplifying to you and I how you can be pure in heart. Isn't it? How many of you agree with me from yesterday's lecture? You know yesterday's lecture from really overcomers night. God began to open the chambers of that. And the way God puts it is so simple. He does not leave anyone with um, thoughts of whether God meant this or he meant that. No, 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 no. For anyone who wants to ascend the hill of the Lord or stand in his holy place, God has explained to us what purity of heart is. And he said, Who does not lift up his heart to what is false or swear deceitfully? Now, and I'm going to cover that tonight and tomorrow. I mean, it's so simplified. The Word of God is not mystery unto those who have the Holy Spirit. It's a mystery for the world. But for us who have been saved, no, it is the power of God unto salvation. It says, who does not lift their heart to what is false? And we're going to see that practically today. Or swear deceitfully. He shall receive blessings from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. So, if a Christian cannot attain those things, that's the reason why blessings are withdrawn. Am I talking to you? Because it's an if condition which must be fulfilled. And of course, when I finish this, I'll take you straight to the, to this, to the discussion from yesterday. And vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who what? Seek him. And that explains to you that, you know, claiming faith is part of seeking God, but it's not the only thing in seeking God. 
pure heart, clean hands, taking away your eyes from the world, which is vanity, and centering your heart on the Lord Jesus. And of course, if you do that, you will pray. You will be a prayer person. You will be a worship person. Anybody who when others are worshiping and their heart is gone, and you are still looking like this, you better be born again. It is because the spirit of born again does not dwell in you. You are coming to church. You are just following them to church. Because if you are truly born again, deep calls to deep. Whenever the Lord is worshipped, the spirit in you will worship. Am I talking to you? So if the people are worshipping and they are all, you know, some people crying and they are worshipping and your eyes is dry and you are just looking like this or you are just... You must be born again. Yesterday, I told you, make sure you are born again. Am I talking to you? Because when people worship the Lord, and they read the scriptures, or sing the scriptures that ascribe greatness to the Father in heaven, anyone who is born of God, you agree with me? Do you agree with me? If you are born of God, instantly that born of God in you, which John says, will, will spark up. And this is what takes you to the realm of the Spirit, where you get a lot of blessings from God, which you did not recognize, because it takes you, worship takes you to the presence of God. Alright? I will enter His gates with thanksgiving, and I will enter His court with praise. You will enter it, because at the time of praising and worshiping God, you lose totally your carnality for your spirituality to predominantly reign. And that is what gets you into the realm and the presence of the Most High. If, if, you, don't, if you don't believe what I'm saying, you will just be among those who will be Christian for all your life dead till you die, but you won't see manifestation. They talk stories about Jesus appearing to them. You will just be helping them to propagate it. I'm not talking to you. And what God is dealing with Christ with Tabernacle now is this. Because God is preparing you for the mandate that the Lord Jesus gave me when he appeared to me in February 84. God is preparing a people for that mandate. It doesn't have to do with your, your ordination. It doesn't have to do with your ordination. You may not be ordained as anything. That, God is not going to be using those ordained. He's going to be using those who are connected. You need to understand me. Ordination is different from revival. When you are given an ordination, you are given an assignment that you have to fulfill. But when God looks for vessel to use, He doesn't follow ordination at all. He follows the heart connection, connection of man. That's why God uses you. You know, I was in Christ's Apostolic Church all my life before I was called out into the Baptist Church. But, of course, you know, we have so many people there, and a lot of my mates also. I told you about one of my mates who plays all the time. When they prophesy about him, they would just tell him, oh, you are going to be working for the Lord. You are... Any, anytime the prophet comes, when he kneels down, both of us, we are very close friends, best friends really. When we kneel down, the prophet will say that you are called. But my calling was sealed from any prophet. After the prophet spoke before I was born. And those prophets who spoke before I was born, when I was born, they came and said, this is the boy that is in your womb. And when I was born, they said, this is the boy who God will use. But after then, no, nobody sees it. But my friend's mother is a prophetess. I mean a prophetess. People who can tell you before you arrive, they will announce that somebody is coming and they will describe your face before you come into the room. To so those of us who are with them, 
And he will say that, oh, he's going to arrive. This person will arrive in five minutes. These guys are not educated. Look at your wrist for five minutes clock. The person will knock the door. This is the kind of prophet. They are seers. So, they prophesy about him. But my friend will be playing about. But I will, when, when we worship, I mean, those of you who have been with me, you know, Oliver, but you know this. When I worship God, tears will run down my eyes. As a very young man, in my teenage age, tears, I worship God with my, I didn't know much about these theories of the spirit then, apart from demons. I know very well about demons because my father was a spiritist, born again spiritist, so I know devil well. I only know Jesus, that his power is supreme. But you have a lot of knowledge from me now. But you see, when God now, when Jesus appeared to me and raised me for this end time, I went back to my church. I was sent back to my church by the Lord Jesus. Alright? And the Lord Jesus took me to heaven and showed me my church on earth. And he showed me the problem they were having. It showed me the people, human agents, who have never met, who are members of witchcraft. And he showed me at the door gate of the church that they stood at the gate. One of them, who is their head, stood at the gates of the entrance of the church. And he has been there. They have been uh, manipulating you for 15 years. I have left the church for more than that. And this man, I've never met him. When the Lord, when the Lord revealed this to me, and the Lord said to me to go and tell them, Ah, who am I? A little boy. Go and tell who? I mean, these are my fathers. And I called one of the senior pastors, Professor Mabore. He came to visit me then. I was Baptist, Baptist pastor then. And I told him that this is the revelation I had. The Lord took me to heaven. And I was within the heavens where the Lord is, and where the first heaven, the earth, and the church is. And he told me, showed me X, Y, Z. And I described the man to him. And the Lord said to me to go and tell them, he gave me a message. The Father spoke, Revelations 2-4. He spoke from on high. And you know what the, the pastor who is my spiritual father, I suppose, I mean, of course, then... He's is one of the mentors that we use in CSE follow. He's a professor in uh, bio, 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 biochemistry in Ife. Any one of you who went to Ife in the old will know Professor Melbury. And he said to me that, do you know, brother, Jesus did not reveal that to me, but to you. If he revealed it to you and sent you, you are the one that will deliver the message. But I said, but I'm a Baptist pastor. I can't be, I will not accept it. When I go to my own church, I just sit in the congregation. Do they know that I'm a fully ordained Baptist pastor? And he said to me, you have to go. Quite young, in my 20s. How can I deliver this? No, early 30s I was. How can I deliver this? And God connected it. But I've told you how that God connected it. Very, very simple. My wife was a flight stewardess. I'll say this very quickly because some of you who just joined CFT recently. My wife was a flight stewardess. And she was in the plane. And she carried my spiritual, my direct spiritual father, the one who laid hands on me and commissioned me, which is Prophet Obadari of Nigeria. And he met that man who is a blind prophet in the plane. And the blind prophet said to those who have eyes, 
That woman standing there, call out for me. There's those who have eyes, they didn't see the woman. But he is blind. I said, that woman standing by the door, call her for me. And they went and called my wife. My wife got to him. He said, God told me that he needs your husband in my ministry. This is the man that I've worked under for, you know, years before I left Nigeria. But I'm not among those who can directly serve him. I could be about 16th year of leadership to him. We don't even worry to go and meet him. We were his, his, his warriors. But he doesn't know us. And we don't need to know him. We can't get to him. Because we have several ladders. You know, tiers of leadership. And he said that your husband, God said he wants to use him in my vineyard. And my wife said that he is a minister with the Baptists. He's your son. Ah, Baba said, well, if he's my son, tell him. But I said that, but I don't think he will leave the Baptist. He said, just tell him. So, little did my wife know that at that time, the Baptists have told me to leave because they accused me that I was healing the sick and I was making people speak in tongues. Those are the charges. Oliver therefore Baptist Church in, in Oakland Street. And I had been given my final ultimatum and I, I was on my way to Nigeria to come and ask the Lord, what next? You know, you must hear, God is preparing you for a big revival, CFT. A big revival. A revival that will, that will shut the mouth of Satan. You know, that's the reason why God has been equipping you in intellectual knowledge of this world. And giving you successes. All of you have been having first class distinction in MA or your master's degree. It's not for joke. God is placing you in positions all over the place, directors and CEOs. God is placing you because the revival is coming. When the revival begins, your office position will be used by God because God will use the miraculous signs and wonders among them and they will know that the Lord is what He claims He is in the Bible. Okay? It was that man, when I got to him, they told me to come and see. And I went... Because I haven't prayed, the Lord said, go to him. I went, and he gave me a letter to the headquarters. The headquarters now hosted me to general headquarters. And when I got there, that's the church I was born. But I'm saying this for you to understand how God works out his counsel. He does not need you to help him. If God says to you that I'm taking you to the president of this nation, America, America is short, forget it, it's a cheap thing. He will work it out and you'll be there to deliver the message. And so, whatever the case may be, I saw myself in my church. And when I came to my church as a new pastor, so they introduced me to the church that now our son, the guitarist in the choir, is now one of our pastors in CAC. And then one of my big senior brothers, Pastor Toladegun, he now said, next Sunday, all of you will hear from him. Can you understand? So, the moment he said that, the first thing that came to my brain, without consulting me, is that then you will deliver the message I sent you. Ha! I just went straight away. After that meeting, I called some of my old... Uh, colleagues 
among those that I called and they came together was Pastor Reverend Oyebolayebade's father. They were, they were all fathers to me. You know, in 1967, 68, 69, they took me as a boy to Naiviji. I was the only young boy there from the age of nine. Let me say this to you. The following week, the whole place was filled with the intercessors they call Egbe Moliaye. That is why we have the light of the world. That's why I gave the men in this house the light of the world. They are the prayer and powerhouse of Christ's apostolic church. That's what we were. It's not limited to old because I joined them as a boy. They sealed the hope. I told them that I want you to seal every in, in, uh, uh, door of this church. When I mount that pulpit, nobody should go to we. And I told them the vision of heaven, which I received. So they were there. They have been fighting with those principalities in that church. When they come, the witches confess that they send them out. Even my spiritual father, but that they went to do crusade. They said they are the one who stopped that crusade. Or delicate in his hard days, went to do crusade. They said they are the one who stopped. You know how witches stopped the crusade? Those who had the head were empty. Am I telling you? When you have elders who are empty, no Holy Ghost, and they are elders occupying seat of, you know, elders are the government. What they decide for the church, what church do? So where the elders hold meeting? This which he said, the moment they finish meeting, they will now go and sit in that place that night and call their own meeting, and they will nullify everything spiritual because they are empty. They carry title, no God. Everyone is doing what he likes. But then, 30 minutes message on a Sunday, I was speaking for three hours, and nobody moved. By the third hour, the unction of heaven came upon me. People were screaming, demons were fleeing out of people. No touching them. No touching them. Because it is the Lord that sent. And you are obedient to the call of heaven. When I gave altar call, witches came to the pulpit. Their head was the first person. Their head said that I did not want to come, but a hand pulled me up and pushed me to the altar. He says, I, was, I don't want to accept Jesus, but she was at the altar. Anyway, when the witches small ones saw her on the altar, all of them followed. The Lord will arrest your enemies. The rest is story. God did incredible miracle. Polio healed. Cripple run. Nobody, I didn't touch anybody. There were too many to be touched. The Holy Spirit will come and raise the one who has polio. People were brought from the hospital, from the stretcher. The Holy Spirit released them. And they were healed, completely healed. Uh, uh, Sister Dickness, uh, your name again, Adigu. That is the same place she was born. Her mother was there. I think you were there too, weren't you? During the crusade. She was very young then in the crusade. But let me tell you this. That is where God did incredible thing. But what made me to say it is this. CFT, listen to me. Listen to me. Weigh your life with what God is telling you in this season. Because God is about to visit you.
I was nothing when the Lord visited me. But to the Lord, I run after purity of heart and clean hands. And God bypassed all pastors, general overseers, and raised me. When I stood before the witches, they said that, they said, this little boy is only one alligator pepper we, we finish him. They don't understand. Do you not sing the song, greater is he that is in, than he that is in the world. I can do, I can do all things. Isn't it? Beyond the norm. Beyond the norm. Why are you singing like that? I wonder them in the, in, the, in, the, in the verse I was preparing, my, the spirit in me was being pumped up. Holy Ghost was rolling inside me. I couldn't stay there anymore. I have to come and stop you. Because that is the song he wanted to use. Come on now. I want you to follow me with your spirit. And I want you to be attentive to the Lord with your heart. So what I'm teaching you are practical things Things you need to deal with, not to convict you uh, because you have been convicted of sin and judgment and righteousness already before you are born again. So this is not to make you feel, uh, but to make you change. If God says this is not good, you want to drop it. If God says this is what is right, you want to adopt it. And then you want to pray for help. And then he will help you. What does it, what does it worth for a man to live and die? And God never used him. Imagine his eternity. And you know that on earth when we acquire education and business and stuff, the higher we acquire, determine the more comfort we have on earth. Isn't it? Come on now. Isn't that correct? If you don't acquire much, you live in a small place. If you acquire very well, you, are, you live in a big place. You have much to throw away and fling out all over the place. Similarly, it's heaven. <laughs> heaven is what you have done in God on earth. And God is about to visit this house. It doesn't matter whether you're a woman, whether you're a man, whether you're young or old, whether you're a baby. He will use this house to confuse the intelligence of the world. If you say, am I preaching, call it part of my preaching. That is the preamble we call that. Now let me go ahead. Just from there. What I'm teaching you is new creation experience. If someone says, I'm born again, these are the things that the Bible says you must be or you should be. And I made you understand that in these last days, the battle is between God and the devil. That's all. 
And so, all the arsenal of the devil is pointed towards the church. Because the world, Satan doesn't have problem with the world. Ephesians chapter 2 tells us from verse 1, verse 2, that, you know, when we were in the world, we were under the influence of the devil. Who is the spirit that walks in those who are disobedient? It says, it says go to verse 1 again, let me read it. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins, in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world, and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. So we understand that the one that controls the world system is Lucifer. Is, are you not amazed today that the, the genius who started AI resigned? Did you not see that? The guy said something. And you know when he spoke, I saw in the spiritual that Satan is the one who authored it. But he used a man who doesn't belong to him. The man is not satanic. However, because he's not born again, he was just used. And the man now got to a place whereby he began to recognize that ah, this is devil, this is satanic. He may not say that word I said, come on now, we can't go on with this sort of thing. It's going to mess up the whole world. And he resigned so that he can speak. Today he resigned. I said, Satan, lose. People don't know that when you are not born again, the devil is the one controlling your life. Many don't know that. He will present a carrot to you, but if you grab it, it's poison. Look at what he says. As for you, no, 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 go back to the verse 2, verse, verse 2. Alright? It says, in which you used to walk, live, when you walked, you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air. The spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. Now, that's what we're going to talk about. Every disobedience, therefore, to God is what is tainted sin. And yesterday, don't forget, to be able to connect to what God is saying today, that I gave you what is called condition precedent of the contract of Jesus Christ. And I help you to understand that the will of Jesus Christ is so clear, it's so glaring. For everyone who believes, not for bishops only, or apostles, or prophets, or teacher or whatever we are, but for all saints of God, Jesus gave us the same contract. And he said in John 15, 1-2, I am the true vine, and my father is the vine, or is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. And I told you that today I'm going to explain to you what the fruits are. So, you can be part of Jesus as a branch, and you can be cut off. Somebody, people who say that, oh, once you are born again, that's the end of you, you are born again forever. Ah, they are all, they plenty in hell. There are so many in hell. Oh, it doesn't matter what you do, you just do whatever you like, you know. <laughs> they are in hell this scripture is so clean English plain English the father is the gardener Jesus is the tree and you are the branches but the father cuts off every branch in Christ who bears no fruit while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that they may, they may even be more fruitful. 
So when we see people who are more fruitful in this church, it's because they are fruitful in little, and then they need pruning. I mean, if you are not involved with gardening, you know, I think I've been involved with gardening for some few years now when we moved from Southeast. Those of you who live in London, you don't know what gardening is. You only need to move away from London and where you have your own, your, your own flowers and, you know, you have grasses and trees. And you will see the pruning, pruning, you know. I just cut some trees, you know, um, which we do once in, in, in 10 years or, or, or 5 years. And when we, when we cut those trees' branches, they grow too far and they grow too high. We cut them and get the surgeon to come and prune them. They will look ugly. Because these these are trees that have so many branches and birds always go all over the place. But you watch it. The next spring, they will have flowers on those areas, the cut tree. Watch it in two years or three years. You will see new branches coming. And then they will now, instead of growing unnecessarily tall, they will now bunch up. They will look beautiful. Beautiful. But pruning time, you cut, and it's not sweet. All right? Sometimes we talk about what Jesus really meant by that. But the fact is that from this scripture, if we just look at the evidence of the scripture, we can limit ourselves to the fact that God prunes you, cuts off some part of you, take the leaves that are dead away from you, so that you can bear more fruit. Okay? Keep that in your heart. But then let's look further. It says, Every branch that does not bear fruit, He cut them out. Then He went further to begin to explain to us, in verse 6, If anyone does not remain in me, he is like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. What is he talking about? Heaven or hell? No, 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 no. Let's talk. That scripture is talking about heaven. Is he heaven? You know that if they burn them with fire? So Christians can go to hell then. Am I correct? If you have anything contrary, I can pick any human being under heaven or upon this legally. The condition precedent says, if the father has to cut a branch off, that branch will be picked up and be burnt in fire. There's no two words to it. You will see, Jesus said, some will come to me and say, I healed in your name. I prophesied in your name. And I say, I know you not. You men of evil works. I mean, they raised the dead in the name of Jesus. They pulled the crowd and stadium was jammed in the name of I remember when we went to Cameroon. The whole stadium was jammed everywhere. The government was there. Everybody was there. The citizen said to me, when after they have appointed me, then the citizen came and said that, oh, where are you from? I said, I'm from uh, Britain. You know, I'm a British. They said, okay, which country did you come from before you got to become British? I said, Nigeria. They went back and said that they will not let me preach. Yes, they came back and said that, sorry, you will not preach here. I said, why? They said, you are from Nigeria. I am telling you. Is that not sad? When they opened their mouth and began to tell me those who have come from Nigeria, they are all the rotten eggs of Nigeria that have come. There are good guys there. Who haven't been there, but all what they have seen. People, they told me the people, the, the, they mentioned the name. 
that this person came to our, to, to our meeting, we told him to come and preach. He was collecting money. He was raising offering. That's not why we can These guys are poor. We want to come and preach and, and, and get them saved. He came in and said, he has an anointed envelope. Everybody who take this envelope and put all manners of lies. He was telling them. And there was no miracle. He came up, at last he was just talking nonsense. I said that some Nigerians also came and started deliverance churches in Cameroon. And people are dying, citizens are dying in their churches. Because of that, the president banned all evangelical churches and Pentecostal churches. Because of Nigerian deliverance churches. Are you welcoming me now? But you know now, it's not only Nigeria now. It has spread to Congo, it has spread to Côte d'Ivoire. I went to Côte d'Ivoire the last time. All of them are just deliverance nonsense. They have no knowledge of God. And the deliverance they're talking about, they don't operate in anything. Because God will not legitimize lies. That's the reason why the people, they cast out demons from the same people, they go back and come back again and do deliverance again. They deliver them until they die, until they both are delivered to hell. Both the deliverer and the deliverance, they go to hell. I'm not talking to you. There are folks need to know this, that the Father cuts off branches. And if you let the Father cut you off, you cannot be passed again. You have to be left to be picked up. You must not provoke God to the place where He will, he will turn mercy away from you. That Taking God for granted... What you see them in the world do. Ah, be careful to do. Let me tell you. Protos and Gambos came to, to television some time ago in England and said that we are all witches. And we are the ones who do all these cosmetics that you use. And they said that do anything. If you like boycott us. They said but we can tell you you cannot boycott us. Alright. Today I received uh, you know, uh, a video of a lawsuit in, in America. Laurel is sold. Because of um, uh, relaxer. So the relaxer that they do, they discovered that black women began to die of boy cancer. And they trace the cancer to the relaxer. That most of them who do relaxer, put relaxer on their hair, are the ones who die of that cancer. So now there's a lawsuit against Lorette. Because, I mean, some scientists have done all the experiments and all the examination, expert witnesses. And they are in court now. Lorraine is in court now to come and tell them, at the end of this case, then Lorraine will pay serious damages to everyone that have been, that can come up and say that they died by, uh, their wife died by that, that boy cancer. But who did the, 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 the relaxer? Brothers and gambles. All of them there. So, when they introduce fashion to the world, and you are a Christian, you follow it, you better be, you think in your head, who are you following? The world or the Lord? You follow the world, you are getting to the place of being cut off from the vine. God is not a respecter of any man or any title of a man. You either serve God or live Him. God is a jealous God. He does not want to serve Him and serve yourself or serve the devil. He doesn't want to serve you and serve your mind and your intellect. God hates it. Everything that man is, God made you. And everything he said to you to do is for your own advantage, not for his good. If you obey God, you don't do God any good. You only do yourself good. Why should God be like that? Because he's a jealous father. God 
get ye out from among them. So that you can experience the power of God in, in, in your existence now. All the grace God has given. So now, we are looking at the condition precedent and we will go forward. I remember yesterday I told you <coughs> that you should, you should, um, you should, <coughs> you should pray some scriptures, which is John fifteen one to one and two, and recognizing that he said in verse two of John fifteen, he cuts off every branch that does not bear fruit. Every every, <coughs> every uh, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes. So, and then he says in John chapter fifteen. Verse 16, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. Then the Father will give you whatever you ask. So your fruit-bearing life determines God hearing you. Am I talking to you? You remember we said that. You want God to hear you anything you say, bear fruit. But then to bear fruit, he went for that to say to us. In that 16 verse of chapter 15. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to bear fruit. And the fruit that will last. Then in verse Four to five. It talks about how you can bear fruit. Remain in me and I will remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. So your bearing fruit is, you know, is determined by how much of God that, you, your, that is in you. You must remain in Him. To bear fruit, you must remain in Him. You can bear fruit. The way to it is just remain in Christ. In other words, anything you do, judge it by Christ. Am I talking to you? <laughs> but then he says that's a benefit for anyone who be a fool. The father will listen to you. The father will, will prune you to be more fruitful. But the father will hear what you are asking. You can speak on behalf of God on earth. It shall be so. You see, let me say this. There are some people who believe that by going to the mountain and fasting with empty belly until they have ulcer, that's when they have authority. I told you, God is no more on the mountain. He said to the woman of Samaria, he said, the time is coming that people will not watch me on the mountain again. You say prayer mountain, prayer mountain is your heart. It's not the mountain you go. If you go to a mountain place to pray, God does not answer prayer on the mountain. Let it be known. There is no place where God answers prayer by the sea, by the mountain, in the wilderness, people go there because they need their tranquility so that they can concentrate. That's what your prayers will be had in any atmosphere where you can totally concentrate in your spirit to God. So if you go to the mountain, know that it's not the, it, God is not in that mountain. God is inside you who went there. But it's a different with many people. They go to man. I've been in several meetings. Uh, ministers, when I do ministers, they said, Apostle, tell us the secret of how, why, why is the Lord Jesus appearing to you and the secret of how God is using you and stuff like that. And they expect me to give them, you know, human beings like to suffer. To give them some conditions that if you can fast for 
21 days without with empty belly and just keep praying, Father, 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 Father. Ah, you get it. If I told them that they would do it. Hallelujah. <laughs> they will do it. They will say, yes, that is it. But when I tell them that, you want me to tell you the truth? They say, yeah. You must have gone through, you must have paid a lot of price. I say, yes, I paid price. <laughs> My price is this. The father told me one day, do you know why I love you? I said, Lord, why? He said, you love my son. I was shocked. Oh, I love the Lord Jesus. I love him to tears when I talk about him. I love him so much. That is what got my heart and mind and my behavior to other people. Because I love him. I will not be the one who will do something that will drive someone away from Christ. No, you won't find that with Alfred. I would rather leave the sleeping dog to keep on sleeping on his death than for me to wake that dog up. If waking the dog up will make him turn away from the Lord. And I will not spare you the truth that he had taught us in the scripture. Whoever you may be, president or no president, it's nothing to me. When it comes to sharing the word of God, you, you only hear what he said from me. I said, so you do the same thing, and you begin to see him. At least this friendship, you know, everybody visits their friend, isn't it? But not every friend you visit, isn't it? But you are a friend to many people. But some friend will invite you to their home, you say, okay, all right, I will think about it. Isn't it? But their friend will not invite you, and you are passing by, you knock their door. Oh, I was just passing by, I think I should visit you. Those are very dear friends, you know. So that's what you do to Jesus. You don't want to do anything that someone will speak against your friend legitimately. That is the road to power. When I was doing crusade in Nigeria, God raised the dead. Medically certified dead. I never fasted one day. That, that's my wife. All the assessors will come, they say they want to pray over the night is following day. I say, okay, pray. I'm going to sleep. Because I have a friend who I talk to every time. Not when I have crisis, I go to him. I just love him. Wake up in the midnight and look for him. And he's never told me, I'm not there. In the day, talk to him all the time. Talk to him like your friend. Call his attention to what is going on. When, I told you when the man resigned, the first one I consulted is the Lord. And the Lord told me that, you know, Satan blew up. He, he, he went faster. But the Lord told me that they are still going to bring it back. But he went before his time. And so the man nailed him. Okay? Friendship with Jesus. And this is what the Lord says. And this is what Scripture says. For to... For this is to my Father, Father's great, that you bear fruits, show yourself to be what? My disciple. So if you are really born again, you must bear fruits. You must bear fruit. And if you bear fruit, that is an evidence that you are in Him and He is in you. That's the evidence. Because without Him, you cannot bear fruit. So, if a Christian bears fruit, it's because Jesus is the one in you bearing that fruit. Because you allowed him to be in you. 
You don't control your body anymore, but He controls your body. I was saying this just a few, few minutes ago with those who are with me in the green room. You know, When you are in Christ, if you decide to do something that Jesus doesn't like, He will speak to your ear, don't do that. He won't permit you. If you dress in a way that is not in line with His will, He will speak to your ear. You will hear His voice. I mean, he has great sense of humor. Sometimes He laughs. I told you yesterday now, didn't I? I can't remember, did you remember when the Lord laughed in my ear? And I can tell that this is not a laughter of friendship, you know? This is your friend. You know when he laughs and he's happy? And you know when he laughs and his laughter is warning? You see, that's what he says. If you bear fruit because it is he in you bearing the fruit. Hallelujah. So, which means that you and I, we don't have much, much thing to do. Only need to be in him all the time. So that he can bear the fruit through us. Similarly, miracles. Miracles. Healing. Jesus never healed every sick in Israel. He went into a place. And the Bible says that he could not do much miracle. That was the place of his birth. Sometimes he went. He went in John chapter 5 to, 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 to Bethesda. And there are many blind and lame there. He went just to one man. Who, who has a palsy And raised him up. And he got out. He left the others like that. Why? He does what the Father do. He says, I do what I see my Father do, John 5, 19. So, who now can claim that it is his anointing that he'll seek? They are all liars. It is the Lord that heals the sick through us. Am I talking to you? I will soon be over. Therefore, what is the fruit of the Spirit? Look at the book of Galatians chapter 5. The fruit. Understand that. Each time the, the, the Bible talks about fruit, Jesus talks about fruit, he's talking about singular fruit. <laughs> Amen. Isn't it? He didn't say the fruits of the Spirit. As to meaning many. He says the fruit as to one. I would gather now. But come on now, how can we marry that with Galatians chapter 5, verse 22? But the fruit, he still repeats it, of the Spirit is what? Love, let's count it when I say it's one after the other. Love, one, that is number one, yes? Joy, number two, yes? Peace, number three, yes? Patience, number four, yes? Kindness, number five, yes? Goodness, number six, yes? Faithfulness, number seven, yes? Gentleness, number eight, yes? Self-control, number nine. Tell me the English that express fruit. Singular fruit, but the numeracy is nine. Can I help you understand that? Now, if you remember what I taught you on system thinking... If you apply the theories of system thinking to this, you will recognize. What he's saying is that it is one fruit, but it manifests in nine dimensions. Same thing. <coughs> when you need love, it manifests it. When you need joy, it manifests it. When you need peace, it manifests it. When you need patience, it manifests it. Kindness, it manifests it. Self-control, the same fruit 
manifested. Because what? That fruit is manifested by Jesus that dwells in you. Now my question is, how much Jesus dwells in you? If you say you are born again, how should Jesus test you that you have allowed him? By making someone provoke you sometime. And see how much you will manifest that fruit. So, if the person provokes you and again he provokes you and again he provokes you and again he provokes you and then you are wind up. Then you say, okay, you pass three and fail four. Then he will give you another provocation test that will be greater than the former one. To six times to push your limits up until it gives you to 15 times to push your limit up until you now die to yourself you know what makes us angry we are still alive to our flesh so in our journey as christians we go through various phases of this grace Love, that cannot be overemphasized. Joy, it cannot be overemphasized. Peace, I've told you, be at peace with all men and what? Be, be what? Ah, it's in Hebrew, I told, you, I, told, I told you that yesterday, isn't it? Chapter 12, verse 14. Make every effort to live in peace with all men. And what? Be holy. And then, without... Hey, somebody speak over there. Without what? No one shall. You want to see Jesus? Then be holy. You want to see angels? Come on now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then be holy. (laughs) And be at peace with all men. If you want to fight, go to um, this brother in England. Um... Anthony Joshua, you want to fight? Go to Anthony Joshua and take him up. Money will come to Christ with Tabernacle. <laughs> I hope Anthony Joshua is hearing me. But the fact is that in this church, I don't have anyone who fights anymore. I used to be a boxer in those days. But now God has called us to peace with all men. Why? Because it is the only way to see God. Imagine, without faith, no man shall what? Please God. Hebrew eleven six. Without faith, no one shall please God. But now, without holiness, no one shall see God. So you can operate in faith and please God, but you are not operating in holiness and you can't see Him. That's why not every faith preacher see Jesus. Not every faith preacher see Jesus. Do two, 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 two things. So therefore, understand that you can manifest the fruit of the Spirit, all this fruit of the Spirit, by being conscious of Christ all the time. Before I stop today, because you started late today, that's why... Uh, I, I said that I will prolong you to quarter two so that I can cover much. So now, you see that Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 to 33. Write them down like an almanac and paste them by your bed. I went to go now. 
every day judge yourself by uh, how much love have I in my heart? How much joy? How much of the peace of God? How much of patience? Especially when you are going to the office, in the office environment. Let me tell you something. One of the ministers in, the, in, the, um, in Ireland, Republic of Ireland, you know, we're in Kasuba. So in Kasuba we had a meeting and there's a case in Kasuba to test law. The case of a young man who is an Anglican, but he's a teacher. And somebody among these teachers came to him and says, don't call me here anymore. And he said, he gave him another word to call him. And the boy said, I cannot call you that. You are not a woman, you are a born man. All right? In Ireland, you know, Republic of Ireland. And so, they took him up in law. And then, he said, you should call him she. They took him up in law, and then, you know, they gave him a sanction not to go to school, but he broke the sanction. And when he broke the sanction, they now gave him a fine of uh, 6,000 pounds every day he breaks the sanction. And they first put him in, in, in detention, jail. And they said that the jail they put him made him a popular man. Alright? Because the whole country began to talk about this boy when they put him in jail. So they removed him from jail, and then they gave him, you know, a sanction. But he will break it. And so, the court fee continued to, to grow. You know, we go to the place where, <laughs> where, where, where nobody can pay. And the boy continued to go there. But he stopped his work and he stopped his salary. And they asked me that, what, what do you think should be done to that man? Of course, the cap of a lawyer, very easy. Take him to the European Court of Justice. Under direct effect. And section 9, 14, and 15 will work for him. And that decision can be overturned. So, that's sealed. But, they asked me if I was the one. Now, let me talk about if I was the one. If you come to me yesterday and I address you as he, if you come today and say you are she, I will say she, oh. <laughs> Even when you don't want to hear, she, she, I'm calling you. You forgot you are she? Ah, I'm calling you. Let me say something to you. That has nothing to do with the kingdom of God. It's not kingdom business. What about kingdom business? Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. You go into the power of God and cause she to come. When she sets his eyes on you, the demon in him will get out of him. She, I will be your friend. Not boyfriend. I mean, at peace, which I will invite you for lunch, for dinner, so that I can be seen she. And repeating you, she... Every time I call you she, something will strike in your mind that you are not she. <laughs> Hallelujah. And one day you eat with me when the power in me will manifest and demons are operating. I say, you she, come out of him. At least the name people give you is what you call them. In a short time, somebody will come in and tell you that call me cat. Don't worry. Cats. <laughs> 
You call it loud, serious. Cut! I'm calling you. Because, I mean, <clears throat> you cannot be charged for calling that name loud. So if I call you cat too, if I tell you that, I've changed my name. Born of God. You must call me born of God. If you don't, I sue you. I sue you too. So, those things are irrelevant. They are things that face us daily and they will increase. Insanity will increase. And the people of God need to know the cure to it. Call me she or call me them. You are them because they are legions that dwell in that vessel. Uh, when Jesus said, what's your name? He said, we are legion. And a person said, call me them. They. They. Uh-huh. So they are legions. So call him they. But one day, that day will get out of this body. So simple. Draw close to them so that you can get rid of that devil in there. Okay? However, in closing, let me tell you this. You and I, in this wasting world and confused global, in this, I will call it global confusion, or where you have a lot of confusionists globally, what is your obligation? Which is your legal responsibility? It's the book of Romans 8, 12 to 14. Therefore, brothers, we have an obligation. Obligation. Let me tell you, what is the obligation? But it is not to the sinful nature. To live according to it. That's your obligation. The next verse. For if we live according to the sinful nature, we will die. That is sanction. Okay? If you break this obligation, the sanction is death. This so that sinner he shall die. But he's not talking about just eternal death. He's talking about even physically. He said, but if by the Spirit, that is capital letter Spirit, you put to death the misdeed of the body, you will live. Hey guys, am I awake? Am I awake? What is obligation? Let me read to you what obligation is. Well, this dictionary tells me that it's a noun, an act or course of action to which a person is morally or legally bound. I told you that before, didn't I? Come on now, didn't I? When I was teaching you about delusion. Do you remember? You have an obligation. You are bound by God to put to death all the things of the flesh. I am bound by God not to kill somebody. The same way that I can, if you say that I should kill somebody because he provoked me to anger. I will, I will refrain from killing that person, one, because of God and the laws of man. If you kill with malice aforethought, you are condemned for murder. No two languages. If it is in Texas, America, 
your people can as well get ready for a funeral of your dead body. Come on now. This is the gravity of sanction that can lead to death. And this Bible tells you and I, if you live according to your sinful nature, everything your nature wants, you give it, you will die. So what should Christians do? Run away from it. Don't die before your time. Just don't die before your time. If by the loss of man in Texas, you kill and you are, you are a dead person, how much more by the laws of the sovereign God? Who wants you that if you gravitate towards your sinful nature, you are looking for death? Oh, this is what they do in England. You follow them. If you are born again, I'm so sorry. If you are looking for death. You see, but if... So, the obligation we have is not to the sinful nature. To live according to it. For if we do so, we will die. But if by the Spirit of God, not by your own help, but by depending on the Spirit of God, and, 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 and you know, uh, sensitizing your mind all the time by the Spirit of God, not what you hear on television or what you hear all the rubbish on, on social media, but this is the God Almighty who does not change. You have many churches today who tell you that you can, you can do whatever you like. The blood of Jesus atoned for you. He had done that once. The rest one is judgment. Every condition for supremacy of Christ for you, he said, if you continue in the faith. They won't read that to you. Because they have made up their mind to have all their riches and wealth and enjoy the world, they know their end is fire, lake of fire. It's a pity. But don't follow them. Then he says, because those who are led by the Spirit are God's sons. Let me read this to you very quickly. The danger of, bearing, of not bearing fruit. Matthew seven sixteen to 20. By their fruits, you will recognize them or you know them. Do people pick grapes from thorn bush or fig from thistles? Or likewise, every good tree bear good fruit. You see, what I told you before, the test of your born again is your fruit bearing life. But a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit. This is so direct. It cannot. If you you try, you can't. Because the one inside you will not permit it. Are you getting me now? (laughs) Are you getting me now? Go and sit in in a film house. The money you use, that you sweat, God pay you. Hey, they are doing uh, John Wayne. You go and pay to look at the liar, acting a liar, kissing a liar. Is he angels you go and watch in those films? No, no, who do you think is behind those things? No, what is those films promoting? Promiscuity. And anywhere Satan is preached, demons are there to give you spiritual blessing. Am I talking to you? If you want to look at film, come to me. I will show you real film. Ezekiel 37 is one of them. Revelations chapter 11, 12, 13. You will begin to see, I mean, films, horror films. You see, and and there was a beast in heaven. And he has the mouth of a hawk. And on this side is a lion. On this side is an eagle. And he was flying eyes all over the body. When he do the dog fly, eyes, 
You fly like this, eyes. You fly like that, eyes. You imagine it in your brain. Is it not horror film? Is it not horror film? <laughs> Have you not watched enough horror? So where will you run away from God? He's telling you. The eyes of the Lord is in the water. He's inside the rock. He's under the ground. Talkless, under your roof. So when you go and sin in sacred place, was he not there? Come on now. God deliver us. I won't tell you stories now because I want to finish this thing today, but some other time. But this is the word of the Lord. He says, likewise, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit. And a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Verse 19. Every tree that does not bear fruit will be cut down and thrown into fire. Thus, by their fruit, you will know them. So, I don't want to be caught and put in fire. What about you? Ah, what about you? So then change your seed. Because you don't want for us to say that make a tree good and it shall be good. You are the one who can make yourself good by allowing the Holy Spirit of God. I also, I always, for all of you Christ Tabernacle members, I always want to be happy about your life. Your life should bring me joy and happiness because you are working with the Lord. Then my work is fulfilled. I won't drop dead until you become like Christ. Yeah, when everyone is over, even if I still have days to go, I will tell you that I've told the Lord I'm going now because I've finished my work. I've finished my work. But you almost have that kind of heart and mind. It's good. Apostle can walk into jungle. Apostle can walk into gun. Apostle can walk into anybody. You, you saw it with your eyes. Jamaica, machine gun, nothing. We faced Casadega, where they are fully armed, went to the head of Casadega in America, and we came out on her. And put an end to the devil in America there. Went to Nigerian jungles, forbidden forests. Get away with forbidden. Who forbid it? They said their forefather. I said, okay, I'm now your front father. If your forefathers forbid, I'm now front father. I won't forbid what they forbid. They are dead. Those who are dead cannot tell me that a, a ground is forbidden. Since they died, they are forbidden. We go with them to the grave. I enter the place. They say, oh, there are demons there. I enter. The only thing we found there was a python. Because a, a bush that people have not been going for years. All manners of wild animals will be there. We found the python. My boys killed it and they ate it. This is the python they worship in that village. They ate it. Python is very sweet, though. <laughs> Delicacy. The only thing I was angry with them is that they didn't leave my portion for me. Python. Uh-uh. We, the, the people who worship the, the snake, he has swallowed their, their children before. They will be going about using, uh, they will put on white, devil put on white, and they will be taking uh, all manners of stuff and doing like this, as if something is there. My boys ate it. Ah, they said that they, they would die. They didn't die. God gave animals for food. Am I talking to you? Why was I not afraid of all those things? When we walk with the Lord in the light of His Word.
What a glory He sheds on our way When we do His good will He'll abide with us still And with all who will trust and obey Trust and Keep this in your mind, therefore, none of you will be cut off from the vine. As the Lord lives in the presence of whom I stand, you will serve the Lord Jesus. You will walk with Him until you will see Him face to face. Remember John 15, 1 to 2, I am the true vine, my Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that does not bear fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, He prunes, the Lord will prune you. You will bear more fruit, if you under my voice. And it says in John chapter 15, verse 6, if anyone does not remain in me, he is like the branch that is thrown away and cut such branch and picked up, thrown into the fire and burned. You will not be that branch. Therefore, finally, keep this in your memory. Ephesians 5, that will be the last scripture I'm reading for tonight. Verse 1. Be imitators of God, therefore, as dearly loved children. God loves you too much. So imitate God. And live a life of love. This is Ephesians 5, verse 1. Verse 2 says, and live a life of love. Just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Excuse me. Love everybody. You can only profit by loving people. Don't make distinctions among men. Uh, Look, nobody should be telling me in his brain now that, what about, what about, what about? Forget about what about. Show love to the wicked and the wicked shall become righteous. If you are showing love only to those that love you, then you are a hypocrite. When we were rebellious to God, Jesus died for us. And by his love, he brought us into the palace of God. Your Christianity should, should defile human brain. Body is controlled by Satan. Flesh is controlled by the enemy. Don't let your intellect, don't, don't walk in this road, on this road of, of God with your brain. I think, I think, I think. Stop thinking. When you go to school, go and think. In business, go and think. And of course, in that too, if you don't take Holy Ghost along your thoughts, I will, sh- I will show you, you work so hard without nothing. Am I talking to you? If you were born with all this stuff, may God separate you and do stuff. It says, But you, but among you, verse 3, There must not be even what? A hint of what? Say it loud. Why? Because sexual immorality is onto the body and it opens the door for Satan to demons to enter body. No matter how fire is burning on your head, demons will enter your body. If you give yourself to sexual immorality. And it will devastate before, if you repent, before he's gotten rid of by your own repentance and prayer, he will have done terrible things. Or of any kind of impurity or of greed. Because these are improper for God's holy people. Nor should there be obscenity 
or foolish talk or coarse joking. You know, people use Jesus' name to joke. Don't join them to do that. Don't join them to do that. You know, I went to a wedding ceremony, and the boy who was the uh, 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 CJ, you call it, or CJ? Oh, MC. He was so stupid that he was joking, 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 joking. Then he went to joke with anointing or with Jesus. I have asked for his number. I was there. It's not a place to talk. But he will speak to me face to face and tell me whether he can do that to the Muslim. You call the name of Muhammad for joke. As you are coming out, your head is off your neck. That is if you are unfortunate. Who do you think Jesus is? That you can use Jesus. And I will tell him, if, I tell, if, you, if you argue with me, I will tell him the expiration time of his career. And it shall be so. Even for seeing me sitting down in my collar and in my cross, you are not afraid. God is not to be messed up. And you must not accept anyone who does that. Am I talking to you? There is a place you can joke, but your joke must be godly joke. Then there are some people in Nigeria I was told that in IVG. Somebody, I went out with uh, Elder Charles to um, Elscourt for, you know, multimedia uh, convention. And a man walked to me and said, Ah, Pastor Williams, ah. I said, Yes, brother, how are you? Oh, he said, Ah, I really love your program, sir. I watch your program. I said, Oh, that's very good. So anybody watch my program, that's a standard of behavior I expect from them, you know. If you really watch my program. <laughs> he said, He said, He gave me a card. I said, What is this card? What do you do? He said, I'm a joker. <laughs> I said, I've never had that career before in my life. Neither I've been looking at curriculum of universities. I've never seen a university of joke. <laughs> I announced to her, I said, Young man, tell me what, what kind of jokes. Ah, he said, They invite us in Nigeria for night vigil. When the people are sleeping, you just bring us to the pulpit and we begin to joke and they will, they will open their eyes. I now said, How many lame have walked through your joke? He said, No, sir. I said, How many blind have seen through your joke? He said, no. I said, how many people have given their life to Jesus through your joke? He said, no. I said, no. The Bible says when they came to ask Jesus, are you the one to come? Or we're that? He said, come, be in the meeting. At the end, he asked them, what did you see? Go tell John. The blind see, the lame walk, the dead are raised, and the kingdom is preached. I said, so, what value is your joke? You think it is for joke, God called ministers. It is for joke, God created an altar. Can you go and joke in the altar for Grignon? Or Baal. Or Shango. You don't know what I'm talking about. These guys are wild. You come to joke. Ah, something will follow you home. <laughs> and you win Joseph joking. Talk less the altar of the most holy God. I say you better resign from that, that joke. You can't joke in the house of God and go to heaven. I said, if they do it in those churches in Nigeria, not here. It is not for joke that the Lord told me to stop reading and come and preach. I want to, I want to be a multi-millionaire, but I'm more than a multi-millionaire now, as you all know it now. You know, joke, foolish talk, cause joking, which are out of place, but rather thanksgiving. Somebody say amen. amen. Every day of your life, your life will end up in thanksgiving. For this is your, this, for this 
For of these you can be sure. No immoral, impure, greedy persons, such a man as idolater, has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. This is to Christians, the church of Ephesus, you remember? You have been studying them now. This is a place where God did so many power miracles and stuff like that. And God was speaking to them. Let no one deceive you with empty words anywhere in the world if you are listening to me. For because of such things, God's wrath comes on those who are disobedient. If you are a Christian and you are finding this thing, get out of it. Repent. Because destruction is coming. Therefore, do not be partners with them. You know what that partnership is? You know what partnership is? It's collaborator. That's another word for partnership. He didn't say you shouldn't be their friends. Because if you are not friends with the world, you cannot convert them. But when you are their friend and they do those things, confront them and tell them, Hell! That's what you are preparing yourself for. Hell is what you are preparing yourself for. Am I talking to you? Come on our church, answer me. I can't hear your voice. Do not be partners of them. Don't go into the partnership with them with the, you know, in such conduct. When they are talking about it, when you are there, speak out against it. Don't just think, um, I don't want to, I don't want to upset. You don't want to upset man, and they are upsetting your God, and you are there. Ah, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Salvation is not for that. Speak out, he says. For you were once darkness, but now you are light. Somebody say amen. amen. But I like to say light in the Lord. Live as children of light. For the fruit of light consists of all goodness, righteousness, and truth. And find out what pleases God. You have what I've been telling you? Find out all the time what pleases God. Have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. Am I talking to you? For it is shameful even to mention what the disobedient do in secret. When he's saying it's shameful. But everything exposed by the light becomes visible. For it is light that makes everything visible. This is why it's said, it is said, it is said, Wake up, O sleeper. Rise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. Be very careful then how you live. Not as unwise, but as wise. Don't let it not waste your time. Making the most of every opportunity. Networking. Networking. Every opportunity you network. Am I talking to you now? Because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk with wine, but which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Speak to one another with psalms, hymns, spiritual songs. Sing and make music in your heart to the Lord. Always giving thanks to the Lord, the God, the Father of everything. In the, same, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. You know something? You woman, if your husband offends you, all right, or your husband is angry, sing love song. Am I talking to you? It's the song of the Lord. Sing, not, not the song that talks about anger. 
But the, talk, the song that talk about love, if you don't know, you go and ask the choir. When somebody is angry and you begin to sing song, song hymns to one another, it calms down the anger. It calms down the anger. After you have apologized, sing, sing song. You will discover that the things that have pulled families apart are intangible all the time. I mean believers, all right? They are intangible all the time. But if you practice this all the time, you sing to yourself hymns and songs, you sing in your heart melodies unto God, it will not be easy for anger to reside in your heart. And it will be easy for forgiveness to flow through you. Am I talking to you tonight? As the Lord lives in the presence of whom I stand, this will be your portion. Let's stand up on our feet. Thank you, Father, for grace. Thank you, Divine, for making us your branches. We did not know you because we wanted to, but you turned our hearts towards you. So you have loved us when we hated you. You overcame our hatred by your love. And paid the price in advance for us with your life. And your blood was shed. To cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And when the time came, you turned our hearts towards you. So Lord, we did not choose you. But you appointed or you chose us and appointed us to be a fruit. I pray for everyone under my voice. Grace of fruitfulness receive in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Grace to say no to the devil receive in the name of Jesus Christ. Because Christ in me is the one that bears the fruit. Father, ability to submit to the mind of Christ in us, I say, receive in the name of Jesus Christ. Ability to consider Jesus Christ in all affairs, receive in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh God, my King, my Father and my Lord, your work over us shall not be vain. The garment of power, the garment of wisdom, the garment of insight, the spirit of praise, the garment of joy, meekness, holiness, receiving the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. As you are robed with majesty, I speak to the church, receive the majesty clothing. In the name of Jesus Christ, anyone under my voice that will be held by in sickness, be free in the name of Jesus. By the blood of the Lamb, you are set free in the name of Jesus. Every form of infirmity, come out in the name of Jesus. God, the Holy Spirit, send your fire into our body. Send your fire into our mind. Send your fire, oh God, into our soul. Everything the devil and the enemy has planted, be destroyed by fire in the name of Jesus. It was for freedom that Christ set us free. Be free in the name of Jesus Christ. The seed sown in every life shall work for you. The enemy will not be able to touch this one. 
it is sown in a fertile ground, you will produce harvest of it. My God, you revealed to me something shifted in the heavenlies, decisions of men and of the powers of hell over each person. Shifted in the name of Jesus Christ. Limits that men and devil are placed on people are lifted off. Shackles of the enemy, barriers of Satan are broken in the name of Jesus Christ. What you could not do before, begin to do there. Heights that you cannot read before, rise up to the top. Lord, some have been held bound by procrastination, by fear, to dare good things, great things, to take big steps. You procrastination and fear, come out in the name of Jesus Christ. Rise up like eagle in the name of Jesus. Rise on the wing like eagle in the name of Jesus. Boldness from heaven, receive in the name of Jesus. Spirit of fear, get out in the name of Jesus. You need faith to please God. The faith that pleases God, receive in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, we bless your name. We glorify thee. Lord, I agree with these people. Whatever be their request for this month, Holy Spirit, I say, in your name, O Lord, they are granted. There shall be sound of rejoicing as great, 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 great things that people have set up their heart to achieve shall be achieved. In these first seven days, the Lord will open doors for you. In the first seven days of May, things that have been difficult shall be made easy. In the first seven days of May, your aspiration or expectation shall be fulfilled. And so I read unto you, may the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May God send you help in this very season from his sanctuary and grant you support from his Zion. May the Lord remember all your sacrifices and accept your burnt offerings. May the Lord give you all the desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed. We will all shout for joy when we are victorious and we lift up our banner in the name of our God. May the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, may he open a book of remembrance concerning your matter. I say your matter is settled before the Father. Your matter is settled before the Father. Your matter is settled before the Father. The Lord will put a laughter in your mouth. People will rejoice with you in this month. Because your matter is settled in the presence of the Father. As the Lord has said, if you remain in me, you will ask anything and it will be done. I speak out of the depth of the Spirit of the Most High that your matters are settled. The sound of rejoicing and, and dancing shall be yours. They shall be in your tent. They shall be in your camp. Ah, Christ of the tabernacle will see the hand of God in a dimension you have never seen before. The one who appeared unto me over the period will reveal himself to you as well. You receive the eyes of eagle to see. You receive the mind of Christ you have received is full of wisdom of the Spirit. 
And so you begin to operate in the higher wisdom of the Spirit, even from this time. And the God of Abraham, who appeared unto Abraham and Isaac, had better, will reveal himself to you. And give you direction on your sleep, turning your sleep or your dreams into the land of visions. In Jesus' holy and anointed name, we are praying without you. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. personally welcome you into God's balance. <laughs> you will increase in ingenuity. The righteousness of God will catapult you into high sagacity. Let me tell you something. You that they saw came here today, you are different from you that is going out of this building. Tomorrow we will continue at the same time, eight. But I want to say that it's good if you can arrive here earlier at seven o'clock so that we can pray together. Tomorrow is the third day. On the third day of the feast, the Bible says wine was made available abundantly. And of course, too, tomorrow I'm sure that we're going to be closing earlier because this meeting is to be closed at 10. But today what God did with you was that the, the shift in the heavens, you know, took you over and we started at, at uh, eight, eight, about 8.17. But it was good because God dealt with some issues during the prayers that were prayed. Now, I want us to prepare ourselves uh, for our offering. Bow your head and speak to the Lord about your giving.
Amen. Thank you, Father, because you have heard us. In Jesus' holy name. Shall we rise up together, please? We are going to put our feet together and down before the Lord. Haven't heard the gospel so much. It is a good thing to give God a song of praise. Sing. Hallelujah. Pray. You are the reason why I lift my hands. Why I lift my voice. Why I sing to you. Say you are the reason. You are the reason. That is brought by a holy people. Let your holy fire come down from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are prayed. Shall we say amen together? Please let's welcome the visitors. Be seated, please. If you are visiting with us for the first time, please can you wave your hands if you are coming to this sanctuary for the first time? 
Anyone, please stand up where you are that we can welcome you. Yes, sister, you are very welcome. You are 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 very welcome, sis. And I'm sure that you have been blessed tonight. Please, there's a form in the pack which you will fill, and you drop that form with us at the at the desk, and we'll be able to contact you uh, further after this meeting. God bless you. Please be seated. Pastor Tayo, can you come and give us the announcements, and then we close. the Lord. Not much to add to that. You'll be glad to hear. Um, just to remind us that tomorrow evening we're back here at 8 p.m. And I'd also like to welcome those who are joining us online for the very first time. Please let us know you've joined by sending us an email to admin at cfcchurches.org. Please note that tomorrow evening we'll be breaking bread. So it's important we get here as early as possible. And the Lord bless you richly. Uh, two quick finalists. I'm getting used to this, aren't I? Um, PVM retreats, just to remind us all, 24th to the 27th of um, July 2023. Please register your interest before the, the spaces run out. And I'd also like to remind all the jewels in the crown and morning star that you do have a meeting after the service on Sunday. And also to remind, third finally tonight, we're back in our different branches on on Sunday, so please note that as well. There'll be services at Bethesda on Sunday at the usual time. Further details over the course of the week. And Apostle announced yesterday on Thursday it'll be 8 p.m. We'll be meeting 8 p.m. online from Thursday, the month of May. What's happened? There's a shift. And so you need to shift your diary and engagements to suit and to adapt to the new move. Don't get caught out. So 8 p.m. from Thursday. Our daily prayers will be 8 p.m. Someone's already wondering, so what happens to women of rare destiny in light of the world? That will be resolved shortly, and it will be announced very shortly. God bless you richly. So, I did well, didn't I? I think we'll continue to sing atmosphere shift now. Amen. Shall we stand up together, please? We'll read together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation. But deliver us from evil, for thine is thy kingdom, thy power, and thy glory, forever and ever. Amen.
Shall we lift up our hands together as we read Hebrew 13, 20 and 21? Now, may the God of peace that brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do his will, working in us that which is well pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Look at someone and read Second Corinthians thirteen fourteen. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now. And to yourself, surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. There shall be shouts of blessing, it will fall in your house.
our confession. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow. Please be seated and the ushers will lead you row by row.